Welcome to A Hero's Journey with your host, Bart Queen. Are you one of the millions of people who want to change your life but don't know where to begin? It starts with finding your voice and using your voice. Bart Queen has dedicated himself to helping you find and develop the life you were meant to lead. Now, here's your host, Bart Queen. Well, good morning to those of you on the West Coast and good afternoon to those of you on the East Coast and happy holidays from the West to the East and from the North to the South. What a tremendous season of love and giving we are in. Guys, I am especially excited about today's show as I've had an opportunity over the last couple weeks to reflect I took some time this Sunday on my way in from my little farm into Raleigh, North Carolina, and I come across a lake. It's called Falls Lake, and every now and then, especially in the springtime and the summertime, in the early morning hours, I like to stop by this lake and just reflect when it's got one of those sheens to it and it's absolutely still. And on this last Sunday, I took the time to do that. It was a kind of a cloudy, little bit overcast, and I stopped and I stood by the edge of the lake, and I was just reflecting on the beauty of everything around me. And I, and I picked up a couple of stones, and I started to skip rocks like I did when I was a kid. And I had forgotten all about that every time the rock skips, it, it creates a ripple, and Those ripples, some of them were larger ripples and some of them were smaller ripples. And that made me think of our show today. And it made me think of the young man that we are dedicating to this show to, Bradford Higgins. And the ripple effect he had as a young man when he is living and the ripple effect he had as a young man after he has passed and he continues to create a ripple. And that made me think when I came into work this morning to look up the definition of the word legacy. And when you work up, look up the word legacy, according to Webster, it says something that comes from someone from the past. And I can definitely tell you in my exchange with Ryan, his brother-in-law, and in our show today that you're going to get to hear a story about a young man who is leaving a ripple effect from the past and the way he lived his life. Guys, I, I have to say, and you've heard me say it before, that I believe each one of us are created to make a difference, that each one of us has been given a gift that our job is to share with the world. And I can also tell you that from my experience of facing throat cancer, having spent my life speaking, and that the thought of not being able to give that gift anymore, my greatest fear was that God had put me on the shelf. And I don't know if any of you, anyone else in the audience has ever felt that fear before, but it was overwhelming to think that I could no longer give a difference and make a difference. And that's really what's led me to this show and led me to wanting other people to share their story, to empower you to realize that you can make a difference, you are making a difference, and that you can create a ripple effect. 
What I want you to do today as we listen to Dennis and we listen to Ryan is I want you to think about what kind of ripple effect you're leaving now and what kind of a ripple effect you want to leave in the future. And I think if you do that, there's a couple things that will happen. You'll believe more in yourself. You're going to believe more in the gift you've been given and you'll exercise that more. And you'll realize that you truly have a difference to leave that is only unique to you and as unique as your fingerprint. Now, before I introduce you to Ryan and Dennis, just a couple of things to remind you of. Guys, don't forget about my commitment to globalgoals.org. 193 world leaders got together and committed themselves to 17 initiatives to make our world a better place. Guys, it's the first time I have seen in my lifetime where the world has come together as a community, not as single countries, not as single states, not as a single nation, but as United Nations across the world to make a difference. And I'm asking that each one of you go to that site, globalgoals.org, find one of those initiatives you want to commit yourself to in 2016. Send me a one-minute videotape of who you are, which initiative you're committed to, and what you're going to do. We're looking for a million voices coming together, united around these 17 initiatives on how we can make a difference as a world community. And number two, guys, don't forget we're coming to the very end of 2015 in our initiative to give keynote speeches away. So if you know of someone who can use this idea of giving them their voice, we are offering a full one-hour keynote speech, a half-a-day workshop, a pre- and post-webinar for the charity of your choice. All we're asking for is a $500 donation to Cornucopia, the cancer support center of my choice, to continue to help them outreach to people who are experiencing cancer. And guys, it is amazing to me how often it touches someone. I got a call last Friday that my brother-in-law had been diagnosed with lymphoma around his heart and his lungs. I spent the weekend out around Phoenix, Tucson, just supporting him and reaching out to him, helping him kind of get his head square and him and his family. They're going to get the official diagnosis tomorrow at 10 a.m., So as you think about people in your thoughts and your prayers, I would ask that you keep my brother-in-law, Terry, forefront. Now, guys, without further ado, I I really want to introduce you to Brian Benick and Dennis Higgins. They are responsible and a part of the Bradford Foundation, a foundation that reaches out to making a difference in young people's lives. Dennis and Brian and Ryan, welcome, 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 and happy holidays to you. He was well, Bart. Thank you. Happy holidays. You know, I was I'm doing a little research on Bradford, and there was something that I came across that just really touched my heart. And one of the students that he had worked with said to said about your son Dennis that he gave us a hope for a better life. And that he met every single person he saw with a hug and a handshake. He definitely was a hugger. He he liked that uh, contact. He liked to show people that he loved them, and he felt that was probably the best first step. 
Well, guys, share with us just a little bit about Bradford. Give us a sense of who he was and what he was all about. Well, as a just a little boy, he was just a lot of fun. He was always energetic, always such a sweet little boy. And we just have so many great memories of him as a toddler and growing up. And he always did things just a little bit different. Can you he give us an example, Dennis? Comb his hair and, well, he'd comb his hair in a special way, and it had to be just like he wanted it. And uh, he wore the clothes that he wanted to wear, and he uh, got involved in the sports that he wanted to be involved in. And he, he just did things a little bit different. He really enjoyed making goofy face pictures. He, he'd put on a, a real goofy face and then have somebody take a picture of him, or he'd be there with my wife, and they'd take a goofy face picture together and... A lot of good memories of just him being so unique and so different and uh, just just a wonderful young man. Now, Dennis, I read that he had, a, he had a passion about bow ties. He did, and we just had um, Bow Tie Sunday yesterday, and um, it was an Internet event on Facebook, and uh, a lot of people from the church that we're members of, the 151st Street Church of Christ in Olathe, Kansas, participated. We took a picture of probably 40 people. Um, we had people from all over the country. We had one person from New Zealand that sent a picture of them in a bow tie to honor Brad. And we are so blessed with so many people who care and so many people who have good memories of him. <clears throat> Dennis, this is one of those times when I, I am so grateful for our technology and for the internet and social media. It, it, just the fact that someone from New Zealand is respond, responding back to someone from the Midwest to me is just this amazing ripple effect that I was talking about when we opened up this morning. It really is. Technology is a, a wonderful thing, and uh, you know we see the downside of it sometimes, but there's so many good and positive things that can come from it. it. It really connects us with people that sometimes we forget about or some people that we would never know. Absolutely. It allows us to, to meet them and be encouraged by them and to encourage them. Well, Ryan, I know that you and I met as a result of I making you sit through three days of my training around how to communicate more clearly, and you were gracious enough to share this story about your brother-in-law. Tell us a little bit about your impressions about Bradford. They were, they were all positive. Um, Bradford and I both have a, a goofy sense of humor, so that's kind of how we originally met. You know, got off without a hitch and really were able to connect together and shared a lot of the same interests and hobbies. And, you know, Bradford really got me into the love of soccer that I had when, when I was a kid. And, you know, we'd, we'd watch early morning matches together when the World Cup was going on. His favorite team was Manchester United. So we'd, we'd watch those games whenever we were together and, and just be able to, you know, share in that excitement. I was reading a quote this morning, guys, from Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N, who, who was my mentor. I met the man when I was 21 years old. And there was a quote that I thought that was very reflective of Bradford. He said, all good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to the next level we can only imagine. 
I thought that was a tremendous example of Bradford. So share with us, guys, just a little bit about your foundation and the purpose of the foundation in his name. Well, when he first um, decided that he wanted to go into counseling, I thought, counseling? Why? I, I couldn't really understand it, but looking back on it now, I see that he had uh, just a tremendous love for people, and his unique ability was to be able to relate to people of all ages. Kids, he would kneel down and visit with them. Um, older people, he enjoyed being with. Uh, just within the last month or so, his one of his, his really good friends that was, I guess, mid-70s, early 80s maybe, uh, passed away, but he would go eat donuts with him in the morning, have coffee club, they called it. And everyone in between, he just had this unique ability to be around them and enjoy them, and they enjoyed him and just connect with them. And so it, looking back on his education, he just naturally was drawn to counseling. Uh, he, he just loved people. And then he was drawn to kids that were foster kids that were pretty much at the end of their rope, um, he was kind of their last effort, their last ditch effort, and he felt like he could save them. He could get them on the right track, help them out, and as some of them said, he was their. He ended up being their best friend, someone that could really relate to him and really encourage him, really help him. And so when he passed, they were definitely devastated, as were we. And it's it's amazing to see that kind of influence. It it makes us so proud of his his life. Well, now, Dennis and, and Ryan, when we come back from this short break, I want to get into some of the things that really was the catalyst that led him to helping those type of young people. So, guys, hang with us. We'll be right back. Dennis and Ryan are going to be standing by. So we'll see you just in a few minutes. <laughs> It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The pressures of work, home, and personal life exerts its toll on us on a daily basis. Yet, it feels risky to let others see what lies beneath the facade, let alone talk about it. What would be possible if we could connect with each other at a deeper level, in the place where our shared humanity lies? Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadek to discover how to do this in your own life. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's Journey. Well, welcome back, everyone. And if you're just joining us, I have Ryan Benick on online and I have Dennis Higgins online talking about Bradford Higgins and his foundation. And we had just left off as they began to share a little bit about the foundation. So, guys, I want to come back to that question. What was the catalyst that you you felt like happened maybe in Bradford's life that gave him this desire to reach out to these these foster children? I guess looking back on it, trying to analyze it, I would say it's probably our faith and just seeing the the life of Jesus and what he did and then him realizing that that's something that he needed to be involved in. He needed to be involved in helping other people. And he's always loved kids. I think that he thought that that was a, a natural route that he should take with his faith, with his strong commitment to the Lord, and he felt like he could help kids, and that's probably the best way he could be of service. You know, Dennis, in, in all the people that I've, I've had the honor and the privilege to speak with, and people out of my class, I've truly found that a lot of times our purpose our purpose comes either out of our pain in some way, maybe a, an experience we've been through, something that happened in our lives, a natural disaster that's happened in our lives, or a lot of times purely out of passion that we have around something. And I'm always, I'm always curious about how those circumstances come about or how that passion comes about. Was Bradford, when he was a young man, junior high and high school, was he involved in that kind of youth outreach that started that path? Uh, he was involved in what we call LTC, Leadership Training for Christ, and they did a lot of things um, focused around uh, just training them to be uh, young Christian men, or in the case of the ladies, young uh, Christian ladies. And uh, one of the things that they did a lot was door knocking. They would go out and knock on doors, invite people to church, and um, that was, I think, something that had a big influence on him as well. What what made you decide that the best way to continue his legacy and, and his ripple effect in the world was this foundation? Tell us a little bit about what was the catalyst in getting that started. Well, we realized uh, we have three children, and we saw how expensive uh, their higher education was. And with him not able to continue his profession and be involved in counseling and have the influence that he was having on kids and adults, we felt like we wanted to participate to help people with the cost of their education, help them to get a master's and go on so that they could help people. So we're, even though he's not here counseling people and helping people face-to-face, we feel like this is a way that 
his legacy of counseling and helping other people can live on. We can help to train people, help people to get past that financial burden to be able to uh, go out into the communities and help people in, on a, a very basic, uh, fundamental level. Mm-hmm. And so many times we're way too busy to do that, and now we can, through funds of our own or other people, we can, we can help people. Well, tell us a little bit about the types of folks in the educational process that they're in that you're committed to here. Give us a little bit more detail. Well, we're helping people that have gotten a bachelor's and have an interest in going on in counseling and uh, getting a master's. And um, sometimes people just need a little nudge. They need a little bit of encouragement. And us being there to say, you know, we, we can offer you so much per semester or so much per year and just help you get past that hurdle. Sometimes the financial is overwhelming, and if we help them just a little bit, then maybe we can help them to get to a point where they go from working a, a perfectly fine job to being a counselor and, and actually helping people on that basic level that they need. Now, have you had an opportunity to have this foundation actually reach out to a couple folks so far? No, we're about 60% funded. And once we get to the 100% funded level, then we'll start to pay out through the scholarship about 5% of the scholarship's value each year to students that we have set parameters about. And uh, we look forward to that. We we're hoping that by this next August, we'll have our first scholarship ready to go. Awesome. Well, well that, that gets me really, really exciting. So, so, Ryan, I know that you shared this about your brother-in-law in, in class. And share with us how you have a real passion around speaking about him and this foundation. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody who knew Brad would you know, be able to express the same gratitude and and compassion that I had towards him. But, I mean, Brad was definitely a selfless person. He'd see somebody who, you know, was in need and go up and give them a hug. I mean, anybody that knew him can instantly recall the the feeling of getting a hug from Brad. And, I mean, that was, you know, people that were in, in great need. And like Dennis mentioned, whether it was a kid or whether it was, you know, someone who was well into their 80s. I mean, everybody looked forward to that smile that Bradford brought. And, you know, as Dennis said, and I'll echo, you know, one thing that we looked for after he passed away was something to remember him by and to be able to carry out his message. And, you know, when we were blown away by the love and support that we had after his passing and, you know, just the the small town that he lived in and, you know, being able to draw over 400 people to uh, pay their respects to Brad and, and to remember his life, we knew that we needed to take that a step forward and, and create this uh, this scholarship fund that continues to help people that are looking to help others. I mean, it's, it's just a great way to remember him because it's everything that he was about. Well, gentlemen, tell us a little bit about as you began to form this foundation for, for our listeners. Maybe there's some listeners out there today that – are thinking about the same kind of a process for a loved one that's passed, or they're they're interested in creating a foundation today. Share with us 
maybe a couple of the challenges you faced and let each one of you do that. And then what you had to do as a family unit or as individuals to overcome those challenges so this would make a path easier for someone else. Dennis, let me start with you. One of the things that that I've noticed is that um, I guess I'm like a lot of people. We were totally unprepared for the tragedy that we were to go through. So when this happened, we, along with our our daughter-in-law, Brittany, we were all grieving and just, um, it's just not a a feeling that you can describe. It's not something that you can prepare for. But we began to talk, and my daughter-in-law, Brittany, and our son, Bradford, went to the same college and have a lot of the same friends, same faith, the same ideas, uh, just so many things overlap that we realized that that particular school was probably the best place that we could fund a scholarship, and I guess that was probably the beginning of it, but we, one of the things we thought of was that since he's gone, we, we, none of us can quit our jobs and become counselors. I guess we could if we really wanted to, but he was so gifted at it that he was more effective at being a counselor. And this was a way that we could contribute, other people could contribute and actually pick up that mantle. And so we began to think of, of things we could do, and we realized that the college scholarship was the best thing we could do to, to continue that legacy. And Ryan, as you, as part of the family and you got involved with that, we've got about a minute before we go to the break. What were, what were some of the challenges that you feel like you guys faced and how did you overcome them? I, I, luckily, I mean, challenge wise, the, uh, the university did a great job. They had someone who came out and, you know, was able to sit down with us and, and go over the, the paperwork and, you know, kind of explain to us what was going on. I mean, it was, I guess the biggest challenge was trying to pay attention and, and understand everything that was going on as you were, you know, as Dennis said, grieving a, a very unexpected tragedy. Um, so, I mean, I, dealing with the grief and, you know, trying to trying to heal at the same time as you're trying to plan like this, that, that was definitely the, the biggest challenge and hurdle that, that I can personally say that we, we faced. Yeah, I, I just can't, I can't imagine that in, in any way. Guys, when we come back from this break, we're going to get into some of the things that help people be able to create that legacy with Dennis and Ryan continuing to share the wonderful story about Bradford. So guys, hang with us and we'll see you back in just a minute. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated. Hear about success stories and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
Have you ever thought of owning your own business? Are you interested in making more money? Are you interested in becoming focused and super productive? Mark your calendar every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and 2 p.m. Central Time to listen and learn from America's business expert, Bill Walsh, on The Rainmaker Show. Bill will share the untold secrets to launch and build a successful company in today's challenging economy. We'll also have top success experts and giveaways every week. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel to create success on your terms. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. You are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's Journey. So, welcome back, everyone. We've had the honor and the privilege to be speaking with Ryan and Dennis about a foundation that they started for Dennis's son, Bradford, a foundation dedicated to helping young people pursuing their education in the counseling field which was Bradford's love of reaching out to folks. And if you'll remember in part of the story that just really signifies this young man was he, he touched people in such a way that he gave them a hope for a better life. And the second thing he did was always meet someone with a hug and a handshake. What a tremendous way to make an impact on someone. Just thinking about that principle, if you think about the gentleman that takes the toll when you're going through a toll booth, if you could just reach out and shake their hand, or someone when you're walking down the street that needs a smile or a hug, whether that be a child or an elderly person, someone at your job, someone at your church, someone at your school, what a tremendous way to reach out to folks. Guys, I remember in all my years in the hospitality industry that we had one very simple rule of thumb, and that was if you come within eight feet of another human being, you had to recognize it. Whether that was a hello, a nod of a head, a, sh- a shake of a hand, 
a good morning or a good afternoon. Now, as I did some research around legacy, I, I came up with an article that I thought was extremely interesting. And this woman came up with seven steps that would help you and I begin to think about how we could leave a legacy. And the very first one out of the seven steps was that you have to create a vision. Now, what that makes me think of is one of my old favorite pieces of wisdom that said, without a vision, the people will perish. And another one was the fact that I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Just those two ideas make us strive for what kind of a vision we leave. And again, I think that comes from this idea of our purpose and our pain and our passion. So as you think about what Dennis and Ryan have been sharing with us, I want you to think about what are some of the things that you have been through, circumstances that have happened in your life, the good things, the challenges, the bad things, the lessons that you've learned, and how you could reach out and share what you've learned with someone else. When I help people create their core story, when I help people come up with their core lesson, these are the things that I help them find. And we may spend a day together, we may spend three or four hours together, and it's that lesson that allows them to share with someone else that creates that legacy because it's your way of touching someone else. When we're able to do that, we share that unique print that is just us. And that, that, that is the power that you can bring, bring to the table. Now, the second thing she talked about was gathering resources. And when she talked about this, she talked about just what Ryan and Dennis have talked about. How do you gather the resources in order to get us to what you want to accomplish? And then once you've got some of those resources, that you've got to be able to begin that design. So with those three thoughts in mind, what I wanted to do is take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to touch base with Dennis and Ryan again. And we'll talk about the four additional steps that we've got to do and able to create these foundations and our legacy. So guys, hang with us and we'll be back from a break. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com The 
Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's Journey. So welcome back, guys. And and we've been just sharing with, with Dennis and Ryan about this wonderful foundation. And before we took our last break, I talked about three steps in being able to create that legacy. Number one was create a vision. Number two was gather the resources. And number three was begin the design. And number four in this article was develop the infrastructure. Number five is bring that infrastructure to life. Number six is keep it going. And number seven is build the bridge to those people you're trying to reach. So Ryan and Dennis, share a little bit with us now about the steps that you are taking to make sure you bring this foundation to life and the bridge you're trying to build to reach those folks that you want to share it with. Yeah, so right now, I mean, we're definitely in the the outreach and just trying to create an awareness for everyone to know about this scholarship. So you know, in the the months after after you know we've experienced the loss, we definitely sent a lot of correspondence out to people that we know, and we've used a lot of social media to try to drive awareness of, you know, what this endowed scholarship does. And, you know, as Dennis said, we're in the building phase right now, trying to generate more funding to where we can continue to carry out this message. And once we are able to reach 100% of the funding, then it's just going to be to continue to grow it. And the more that we grow it, the more lives and more people we're going to be able to affect. Now, Ryan, share with us so other listeners are listening if they're going to do something similar. How you're? What are some of the steps that you're doing to actually reach out to folks? How are you building this awareness? Yeah, so we, I mean, obviously a lot through uh, through social media. So like Facebook, we've we've leveraged that quite a bit. Um, you know, we there's a, a link that all of us have posted on our page, and you know, we continue to to keep up there. But we've also sent out you know some some letters to. You know, friends and family members that we know that have asked how they can contribute, and we haven't gone, you know, much outside of, you know, friends and family at this point, or, or you know, word of mouth from from those friends that are talking to other people. Which you know, today's platform is is an awesome one to be able to reach out to other people across the country and the world, and just let them know the the story and, and ways that they can help. Oh, Ryan and Dennis, now for those of us or those listeners who are out there who say, you know, this is. I'm in counseling, this is something that I believe in, and this is something I'd like to help with. How would they reach out to you? Yeah, so we can, we have a link, or, you know, we can definitely through social media, they can reach out to us as well, but there's a way where people can contribute directly to the, the scholarship fund 
to you know be able to help continue to build the the funding that's there and to start paying out to those potential uh, students. And Ryan, what is that email or what is that link? Um, I, I sent the sent the link over. Uh, give me a second; I can pull it up. It's a little bit longer of a one, so we can definitely post it on uh, you know the the website. Hold on, just a second. Okay, as he as he kind of thinks through that, Dennis, if we could exponentially have you reach your mark sooner, what would that look like? Uh, in a dollar amount? Yes, sir. We would uh, we would like to get to a hundred thousand uh, pretty quickly. Uh, I think it's probably more realistic to think that we would be at uh, fifty by August if we if we could get there. Um, in a timely fashion, that would be great. That would give us five percent of that would be twenty five hundred. That would be a very nice scholarship for um, one person. And then, as we grow it, we hope to add more and more and be able to impact more people that are that are going to be counseling. I I'm not going to be able to counsel, and I'm not going to be able to go spend the time that I need to spend to become a counselor. And this is a way that I or anyone out there can have just such a positive impact on other people. There are so many kids that are hurting and just do not have the advantages of a, a stable and wonderful home with loving parents, and uh, this is what Bradford was all about, helping those kids to have the advantage that, advantages that he had as he grew up. Uh, many of us take for granted, and he didn't. He wanted to help other kids have it. Share with us a, a, a little bit, Dennis, about <clears throat> once the foundation is in place, what's going to be the way that people will reach out to you and find it so that they can have an application in order to be able to receive the scholarship? Uh, the scholarship is going to be through uh, Fried Hardeman University in Henderson, Tennessee, and anyone that is interested can contact the Fried Hardeman University Admissions Office and uh, get information from them. Uh, Fried Hardeman University is in West Tennessee. It's about 90 miles east of Memphis. Uh, it's a liberal arts Christian university. And their motto is teaching people how to live and teaching people how to make a living. And a, definitely a tremendous two-pronged goal that they have for uh, Christian men and women, young men and women that are beginning their professional careers. Well, then it sounds like Bradford really lived that out on, on such a daily basis. Is, is there a story you can share, either you or Ryan, about a specific example of Bradford reaching out to one of these young people that would inspire our listeners? I know I have one. Uh, when we were at the visitation, you know, we had several of his his kids that he counseled that came up to us and, you know, expressed their loss that they they lost their best friend as well. But, you know, Brad was, he was tremendous in, in helping those kids. And, you know, the uh, there was one girl that really, really took a, an interest in Brad. And, you know, she was just devastated when, when he passed away. And, you know, she let us know that, he will be greatly missed and that, you know, he did a lot of great things for her. And, um, you know, we've, we've found out after the fact that, you know, she was going through, 
potential adoption, and she was actually adopted. So, I mean, it's it's a great story. I mean, the ways that, that Brad was able to help her cope through those difficult times, and, and now that she is in a permanent family, you know, we're, we're just eternally grateful that Brad was able to have a, a great impact on her life. And I, I do have the information for how you can give to the scholarship. I was able to pull that up on my phone. Okay, Ryan, share that with us real quick, and then we're going to go to break. Yep, absolutely. So if somebody wants to send in information via mail, they can address it to Center for Estate and Gift Planning at Freed Hardeman University, and that's 158 East Main Street, Henderson, Tennessee, 38340. Or if they want to donate online, they can go to https semicolon backslash backslash give.fhu.edu backslash endowed scholarships. And they just have to note on the scholarship that it's the Bradford J. Higgins Endowed Scholarship. Awesome. All right, guys, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll get to speak a little bit more with Dennis and Ryan. So hang with us and we'll see you in a minute. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's Journey. Hey guys, welcome back. We've, we've spent really the last hour talking about how do you leave a legacy and that a legacy is something that comes from the past. And we've been sharing how Bradsford life is really coming forward here into the future and continuing to touch people long past. 
him being here. And we've been talking with his his father and his brother-in-law about the foundation that they created. So, so gentlemen, share with our listeners if there was one piece of insight that would help someone in a similar process, what that insight might be, and then why you feel like that's so important. And if it's okay, Ryan, let me start with you. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, as the process goes on, I mean, there's, there's nothing that can pre- prepare you for grieving the, you know, the tragedy of a loved one, whether you know that somebody's passing away or, or they're, you know, it's, it's unexpected like we were unfortunately having to go through. Being, being able to surround yourself with your family and being able to talk and, you know, just kind of reflect back on that loved one's life and being able to see, you know, how that person was able to influence other people and being able to realize that, you know, it's, it's more than just how it impacted our lives as a, as a family, but how we impacted lives around, you know, around the world, actually. So, I mean, it's being able to, to find that, that common cause and being able to continue out the legacy of that loved one to continue to inspire other people. Great. Dennis? Well, the, the loss is just beyond words, but one of the things that I do gain some comfort from is knowing that uh, he was living a life that was about service to other people, and I can take comfort in helping to pass that on to other people, and so when I'm grieving the most, then I can use that strength or that that uh, emotion that I have to reach out and help other people to benefit from it or um just use that energy that I have in a very positive way. And even though he's not here and he's not impacting people, uh, he's going to live on because of the scholarship that we have set in place. And that scholarship is basically something that he put in place, in essence, because of the way he lived. Dennis, I read something last Friday that said when we we're having difficulties or there are challenges or there, that there are pain in our lives, our, our eyes should be on God and not on the difficulties. And as you just shared there with the pain of losing your son and how you kept the focus on how he served others and how you continue to serve others, that's a perfect example of that. Well, it's, it is kind of eye-opening when you see a, a child and the impact that they're having. And when you raise them, you hope that they'll, that they'll grow up to have an impact on people's lives. And he definitely did. Well, and I would offer, sir, that you and your family continue to offer an impact on people's lives through his spirit, which is which is absolutely awesome. And it, it's so evident in this time of the year that we can really make that kind of an impact in some of the little teeny things that we do every day just to touch people. And from, we have a tendency to think just to do those sometimes, you know, in the Christmas season, instead of approaching the whole year as a Christmas season to show our love and the way we can reach out to folks. If there were two ways now, guys, if you could write the script that we as listeners can help you, 
share again with us what those two ways are? And Ryan, I want you to share those two links again, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the two ways that people can help, I mean, you know, if, if people are fortunate enough to, to be able to give to the foundation, that would be, you know, greatly appreciated and it's going to help other people. If they're not able to and, you know, there's financial restrictions, look for ways in your community to be able to impact whether it's, you know, children that are in need or, you know, anybody that's in need to, you know, make this life more about uh, more than just ourselves, which sometimes in, in our country we can often forget that with how blessed we truly are. But, you know, being able to look beyond the, you know, the certain circumstances that we're, we're going through and knowing that other people have it a lot worse than us and, and need our help. But the, the ways they can give to the foundation by, you know, a check or, or whatever to the, uh, you know, through the mail, the Center for Estate and Gift Planning, Free Hardeman University, and it's 158 East Main Street, Henderson, Tennessee, 38340. Or they can give online by going to HTTPS, semicolon, backslash, backslash, give.fhu.edu, backslash, endowed scholarship. And then they just need to reference the Bradford J. Higgins Endowed Scholarship. Awesome. And Dennis, if you have a parting thought for us, we're down to less than a minute, sir, that you'd like to leave with the listeners. I would love to hear it. Okay. I I would say just to uh, look at your life, prioritize, and do the things that are going to have the most impact, that are going to be important 5, 10, 15 years from now, because sometimes the little piddly stuff that we're involved in really doesn't matter. Get involved in the things that are going to leave a legacy that people are going to think about, and they're going to go, wow, that, that person, they made an impact on me, and not just do things for ourselves. Dennis, one of my favorite quotes is that, that old saying that people will never remember what you do for them. They'll never remember what you say, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And your son, Bradford, definitely did that. When he creates a, a legacy around, his life is all about a hug and a handshake. And when someone says, wow, you gave me hope for a better life, you know that that young man, your son, was really touching people in the way he could help them feel those things. So to you, sir, as a dad, thank you for sharing your son with us. Ryan, thank you for sharing with me the story of Bradford. I know I was deeply touched when I first heard it, and I know our listeners today are. So folks, if you want to give, if this is something that means something to you, you can reach out to the address Ryan mentioned, or you can reach out to me, Bart at BartQueen.com, and I'll make sure the information gets passed. Guys, if I don't get a chance to touch base with you, have a wonderful holiday season. Have a very merry, merry Christmas. Enjoy the spirit of this season, and we will speak with you next week, Monday at noon. Have a great week. Dennis and Ryan, thank you so very, very much. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Bart, for all you do. Thanks again for tuning in to A Hero's Journey. Bart Queen will be back next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be sure to join us again next week in order to let your life speak. 